There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Just a quick announcement before we start. Join us on February 17th at Our Secret Spot here in Sydney for the Pendulum Party. We are extremely excited about this. It doesn't matter your sexuality. If you're heteroflexible, bisexual, homoflexible, heteroaccepting, homoaccepting, at all, everything, straight, bi, it doesn't matter. Bi-curious uh, even? That's right. If, even if you're a yeah. little curious, you've always wanted to know what it's like, uh, you'll find us there. So it's going to be a place where you can safely ex- uh, experiment with your sexuality. Come out and join us. It'll be a great time. There will be a link for tickets on our Twitter feed as well as our website, www.bythebuy.com.au. And you can also get tickets from our Secret Spots website, which is www.oursecretspot.com.au, and also from Red Hot Pie. Exactly, and we're really excited. There's going to be glory holes, there's rooms to play, there's the spa, massage tables, mm-hmm. and a lot, lot more. So come and see us on February 17th. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass, and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. The glory like a, a like dick theater of a magic around. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. Hello, you're listening to us on By the By. What up? Yeah, we're Welcome back, back again. Yeah, we're like, you know. Yeah. That plague that keeps on giving. Yeah. Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we have, uh, this is a first in a series, hopefully a series, of yeah. uh, what we think are important uh, subject matter mm-hmm. on Swinging 101. Yeah, and basically it started out because we had some... Uh, vanilla friends who decided that they wanted to open up their relationship and try swinging. So they asked us a whole host of questions. Heaps of questions. Yes, heaps. I love that word. Uh, So they asked a lot of questions, and uh, we went... Most of of them good. Yeah, yeah, they're quite good. And so we wrote a few of them down and and kind of had the gist of the conversation here, and we're going to share it with you guys, and uh, hopefully it'll help if you're thinking about... Maybe starting to do some swinging, or if you're new into the lifestyle and want to maybe learn a bit more, and yeah, or if so, you're just kind of curious as to what goes on, even if you're not not wanting to try it yourself. Yes. So the way yeah. I'm going to sort of approach this is, I know way back when mm-hmm. in the beginning of C and D's uh, podcasting, Swinging Down Under, um, they were looking for a Yoda couple, mm. and I never thought that Mrs. Adam and I were Yoda couples, were a Yoda couple. Um, but I'm thinking now my, we're, we are pretty experienced. We've done a lot of the different things. We've, we've had a lot of things. So yeah. yeah. So mm, teach you, we will. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to get so much shit for that. Yeah, you are. It's like my beatboxing. 
My Yoda. <laughs> Wait, can you do Yoda beatboxing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you even going to attempt that? I want to attempt it. I really do, but I can't do it without laughing. Um, I'll try to, at some point, interject that. I know, right? Scene. Serious face. Serious face. Force. Force. That's all I got. <laughs> wiki, 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 what? Wow. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> That's all I got. That's pretty special. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, you can find my album on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we it's hot as balls in here, so we have the doors open, and it just rain, just rained, and it's spring in Australia, so all the birds are are, yeah. are singing, and they all want to get fucked, like we all do. Yeah. Um, so if you hear birds outside fucking, just you know, deal with it. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. They and are. pretend it's you. <laughs> <laughs> pretend it's you. All right, Mrs. Atom. Yes. Lead on, Macduff. What do we got? All right. So. Um... There was, I guess, the the place to start is with the decision to actually open up the relationship and start swinging. So when our friends were going through this, they asked us a lot of questions about it. And, you know, how do you decide to take that leap? And when someone asks, should I, should I not, what, what do you tell them? What's the first thing that comes to mind? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so it's it's different for you and I because our origin story, which I, I'm sure we'll get to at some point, but we started off in the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, open. So we don't have that experience that a lot of our friends do. And, and when I say a lot of our friends, I would say at least 90% of the people that we have met in the lifestyle, they didn't even look at starting at opening up the relationship and swinging until they were at least seven years into it. Many of them were in the greater than 10 years yeah, married 15 to 20 even. Yeah, yeah and you know they had been together for even longer than that mm-hmm. so um it's hard for me to to admittedly it's hard for me to say from from a point of view of of a newbie um or somebody who's been married 10 years you know let's open our relationship but the advice that i would give is you need to take a really hard look at yourself um before anything else uh, and say to my, say to yourself, say self, um, is this really what I want? Uh, is this something that I want? Why? And then I guess the next question is, why do I want this? Um, because I think, like everything else, our imagination tends to make things a lot better and or a lot worse than the reality of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you think this is going to fix all your relationship problems, it's not. It like you know, these people who have children to fix their marriage. It's not going to fix your marriage. Um, just because you're not getting sex at home and you think that you can go out and find somebody who will actually have sex with you, that's not what swinging is about. At least not for, you know, us and then for the folks that we've met along the way. It's That's not what it's about. Um, well, you've always said that it's a magnifying glass. Absolutely. So if you have, you know, cracks in your relationship, it's just going to magnify those. Yeah. But if you have a good, solid foundation and a strong relationship, then it's just going to enhance that and make it all that much better. Yeah. And I, I'm, I stand by that. I am yeah. a firm believer. And we've seen, we've seen friends who have had cracks become canyons. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen friends who have solid foundations become these stalwart fortresses. Um, of a relationship and it's it's nice to see that um i know for you and i we started out 
you know, we started out with a good, solid relationship based on open communication. Um, and I think that swinging and this open and the open relationship has just strengthened that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's the other thing that I would advise people is, again, when you look at your relationship, if if you have trouble as a couple communicating about things like who takes out the trash or who picks up the kids after school or you feel like there's an imbalance because you're the one that always cleans or you know your your partner is lazy and sits on their ass and doesn't do anything but watch TV if you can't have open conversations about that this is not the relationship for you um because th again that's just going to magnify those lacks of communication you have to be able to communicate about I'm going to call it the easy stuff. No. Um, and the easy stuff is, is home stuff. And what does our home look like? You have to be able to openly communicate about that before you can openly communicate about your feelings for having sex with somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, because as much as you and I say it, you know, for us, sexing, sex is like hugging. I mean, it's, it's an expression of love. Um, and, and it's not like that for some people. Some people take it very seriously. Sex yeah. is, you know, they put it up on some pedestal. Um, of of some sort of closeness that you can't achieve, you know, that only certain people should be able to achieve it. But mm -hmm. it's just sex. Relax. <laughs> Relax and enjoy. Do I do I downplay it too much? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it is interesting because if you look at, at, like I said, we've been open from the beginning. But when you look at all of our friends, a number of them were together for a very long time first. And, you know, our advice was just open up that conversation, share things with them, watch porn with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether, whatever kind of, whatever you're interested in, watch that kind of porn with them and be like, Hey, what do you think of this? What do you, you know, does that turn you on? Is that interesting to you? Um, but you know, just kind of slowly bring them into it and keep in mind that you may have been thinking about this for a very long time, but it's a new idea to them. Yeah. So be patient and give them time to get used to that idea. But then we also have on the other hand, friends who, you know, get drunk at new year's and one starts a female starts flirting with another female yeah. and the male's like, Hey, what do you think of that? Like, why don't we do that a little more? And then that's kind of how they got the conversation rolling. Yep. And so it's whatever it is takes to get the conversation rolling for you. Just like you said, just be open about it with your Talk partner and, it. and be patient. Give them time. Cause yeah. like I said, you may have been mulling this over for a while, but it's might take them a bit to come around to it. And they may not. Yeah. I think, you know, I think watching porn is probably a good idea as well. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of really shitty porn out there. Yeah. Um, but there's actually some really good porn out there as well. And if you as a couple can watch porn and you see, you know, swinger porn or, you know, porn where there is a large group of people and you say to your partner, hey, that looks like fun. Would you like to try that? You yeah. know, and he or she goes, actually, yeah, that does look like fun. That opens that conversation of, you know, you don't have to pounce on it then, but you're, you're planting seeds right. um, that later you will reap what you sow. There's so many jokes in there. I love it. It's like, it's like punalicious. Ooh, just got to chill. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you are planting those seeds that mm -hmm. you'll harvest later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so with our friends, they talked about it for a while, and they asked a lot of questions to us about it, and, and then decided that they wanted to go ahead with this. So then the question is, how do you meet people? Yeah. And, I mean, for most people, online is the best way. Yeah. Because you'll bump into people here and there. Admittedly, it's, you know, the 
more populous the area you live in, the easier it is Absolutely. to bump into people or to go to swingers clubs and meet them or whatnot. And we've ran into swingers at the bars. Oh, yeah. I mean, we run into, like, our local pub. Yeah. You know, we know that there's a small subset of swingers that go there. Yeah. Um, and recently we found another one who was just there by chance. Yeah. And, so and we, we struck up a conversation with her. and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it you you will find it. What is it, like 8% of the population now? Yeah. I mean, you can, but it it takes some some searching and some sussing out, and you know it's not something you bring up first thing in a conversation with a new person. Not new, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you can, and and like I said, there's swingers clubs, of course, um, but online is the easiest and best way to really meet people. Yeah, you know, there and there's a lot of depending on your location, there's a lot of online websites mm-hmm. um, that are are designed for couples to meet couples, um, and we'll we'll scratch the surface tonight. Um, but at some point we'll go through, uh, and, and really sort of delve into this in depth, um, probably in our subsequent swingers yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, but in Australia, at least I know the, the big ones are adultmatchmaker.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think dot au as well, but, um, and then, uh, red hot pie, mm-hmm. um, dot, dot com dot Um, both of those are, are designed for couples to meet couples. Um, I know Fuck Buddy has an Australian website and yeah. a UK website. I don't know about an American website. I'm sure there are American websites. Cassidy um, is SDC American or what's no? That SDC one? is Asian. Is I that believe. Asian? Okay. Yeah, I can hear C and D screaming at us. I from know, here. probably. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so there are websites in your. We'll figure it out more before we do that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We'll actually research it then. Yeah. That way you yeah. actually know uh, what sites to look at. But, you know, we found some of our closest friends and, and yeah. partners off of OkCupid. Yep. Um, the illustrious uh, Sandy and Danny. Yes. We met off of OkCupid. Mm-hmm. I met Sandy and then I know he was out by, you know, looking as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was... Because all four of us had separate profiles. Yeah. And you and her met up and yeah. then... You know, we, of course, all connected and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so, it, you know, there are websites like Red Hot Pie that are designed for couples to meet couples. But you can also use just the regular dating sites as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Tinder, you know, we've seen Tinder, people on Tinder. Yeah. Field, I think, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Field is only getting better. Um, it was Thrinder, which was a better name, but we're not going to judge because of stupid lawsuits. But... Um, now that it's field, we've we've met some uh, really good quality. Yeah. We've our, our our unicorn came mm-hmm. through field. Um, we have a manticore that Outlander. Yep, he came through field. Um, you know, so field is is growing as a as a place to find people. Right. Um, and I'm really impressed with it. But I guess that's an interesting thing too, is to talk to your partner about whether you want to find a third to join in or whether you want a couple. True. Because field is designed, it's designed more for thirds, but there are couples on there looking for thirds and we've met couples through that as well. Um, <laughs> but it's all complicated. Um, but it, it is, I guess, something to think about when you're thinking about opening up the relationship and whatnot. You know, typically, what are we looking yeah, for? Yeah, because typically, you know, when you think of swinging, you think of, of couples that you're playing with. Well, but it could be that maybe a third is what you want or need to start with. And I think it's a good segue to talk about the sort of the different levels and what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a, a third, a thir- another person, you're either looking for a single female or a single male to join a, let's say, male-female couple. Mm-hmm. Um, forgive the heteronormativity, but... Um, so you've got, you know, a person that's coming into your, your couple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think most guys, the fantasy is the two women and one man. Um, I don't think many guys have actually fully thought that through. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 with your with your regular partner, it can be easy to to learn how what gets her off and and keep her happy. With two women, mm-hmm. that's that's it's like juggling. Um, it it goes up exponentially. It's not twice as hard. It's three times as hard. And the more women you add, the more complicated it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep cogniz- cognizant of that. Um, when you're done with one lady, usually there's one. Yeah, I mean done. You've you've orgasmed and you're like, ah, oh, now I can rest. There's another woman that's usually there waiting to be sated. Um, Unless the women like to play with each other. Absolutely. If the women like to play with you, with each other, that's great. Yeah. Um, but even then, it's you've got to be able to... It's still a bit of a juggling act when you have yeah. three people. Because at any given time, someone is going to be somewhat left out. Yes. Maybe not completely, but they're going to be a little more sidelined. So... They're not going to be focused on. Right. Right. And sometimes that's difficult as well. You know, think about that. You, you watching your partner... Mm-hmm you know, being intimate with somebody else. That's not you. Um, I usually take those times to go fill up wine glasses, get some water, maybe take a few pictures, uh, (laughs) check my tweets. You know, it's like, it's like a rest for Mr. Adam. He's like, (laughs) I can take a break. Let the, let the neck, let these two. Well, and a lot of times if we do have, if there are only three of us, it tends to be a more extended play session. So it is nice to have a break at some point. And, and all of us, you know, because it does switch around usually with who, you know, whenever we're playing, we tend to, most of our threes are, are either bi or bi curious at least. Um, and so it is nice to be able to switch around and everybody gets a break at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So when um, you're going over many, many hours, you have a chance to get that glass of water. Or... <laughs> <laughs> take, take a rest, rehydrate yeah. and move on. Yeah. Um, but then you have couples, couples playing mm-hmm. with other couples. Um, those are typically... Uh, separated into soft swap or full swap. Right. Um, those are words, phrases, definitions that you'll hear quite a lot in the community. Uh, soft swap is most commonly, but not always, um, kissing and oral sex. So if we're soft swap partners, that means that me, I will go down, or I'll kiss and go down on the female partner of the other group while um, Mrs. Adam goes down on the whatever. But it's it's just oral and, and kissing. Right. Whereas full swap means that you'll, there's nothing off the table. Penetrative sex. Yeah, penetrative yeah. sex. Um, but <laughs> there's so many variations yeah. on that. We've heard people talking at the club saying that kissing isn't allowed, which makes me think of um, that stupid movie with... Uh, I can't think of the mood. Pretty Woman. Makes me yeah. think of Pretty Woman. You, I never kiss on the mouth. I'm and like, seriously, well, I kissing get... is, is, for me, is most of the foreplay. If, if, yeah. if we don't kiss, I'm not interested in you. Yeah. And I get that some, you know, some people view kissing as a lot more intimate, and so that's why they don't want it. But at the same time, it is a big part of foreplay. And Which is another funny thing, because we've, we've run across couples at clubs that kissing is too intimate, intimate but you can come in my mouth. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that, that, that to me is like, hmm, you need to go back and rethink your life choices. Um, 
I am going to judge on that but one. But that also might be the difference in in people who are only looking for other people to have sex with and then those who are like us where you want to have a friendship relationship as well. Absolutely. Which is was just I was going there as Sorry. well. Sorry. I no, jumped ahead. No, you're absolutely right though. You know, we've come across folks that are one we call them one and dunners. Mm-hmm. Um that means that we meet, we hook up on that night and then that's it. We you never hear from us again. Mm-hmm. Um that if <laughs> And we'll talk about this probably more in the uh, the apps and, and meeting people online sort of web uh, podcast. But the amount of vetting and work that goes into finding people, that I could never be a one and done or just yeah. because it is, you know, you're you're cultivating these relationships online for quite a while. Um, and to think that you throw all that away after one time of having sex is... Ooh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too picky. Unless you just go to a club and you yeah. hook up and then that's it. You know? Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and that's that's diff- typically the different levels that you'll run across mm-hmm. in yeah. both clubs and online. Those, yeah. those, those people's. But as most people, most of our listeners know out there, we tend to like to cultivate a friendship and actually like the people that yes. we're sleeping with. We're sociosexual. Yeah, we want to have a deeper relationship. Yeah, we don't want. Yeah, we're not. We're not one and doneers. No, no. Um, we only play with you if we have some sort of interest in you. Yeah, if we actually like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, th- so, yeah, and I think you know, once you meet people online, and you've decided, okay, we really like these people. Now we need to meet up in person. Then there's a a whole heap of other discussions and things that need to happen from there. Yes. Before that. But. But. Um, Communication-wise. Yes. So, how, you know, the question might be, how do you do it? How do we communicate? You know, like, four people communicating at once. Um, yep. We are adverse to giving our phone numbers out immediately. It's not because we don't trust people. It's just because I don't want to get fucking texts all the time. I get texts through work. I get texts from friends. I get texts from family. I get texts from Mrs. Adam. I don't want texts from people I might be hooking up with. So we tend to use... Um, and I think a lot of people use Kick. Mm-hmm. Um, the great thing about Kick is, um, I wish we got paid for Kick. Um, the great thing about Kick is, um, it doesn't matter what I O or what operating system you're on. Right. So it works for Android and Apple phones. Um, and all four of you can be on at once and it's username based. It's not phone number based. So you're right. not really giving your phone number. So it's pretty private. Um, but so that way, all four of you can be communicating at once. And if one person's ignoring it most of the day, that's fine. The other three can go yeah. on, and then person four can go through and you see what's time, going on. Yeah, it, I like it because, uh, especially at the beginning, Mr. Adam does a lot more of the talking than I do. And like you said, during the day, it might be harder for me to, to check my phone or whatnot. Um, but I can still check in when I can, and I can at least follow the conversation and get the banter and see what's been going on, you know, back and forth. Um, and then chime in when I can. And, and it, of course, as we, after we meet people, I tend to then come into play a lot more. Um, Pun intended. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, but <laughs> just, yeah, because I tend to, once I meet someone and have, you know, a more of a personality with it, which also that banter back and forth helps a lot as well. Yeah. Then that kind of gets me going and gets me turned on a lot more. Um, but it is nice even if one partner or, you know, can't, be as vocal, at least they can see what's going on and feel a part of it that way as yeah, well. Yeah, you're included. Yeah. You're being included. So, sorry. 
Um, so you, like you said, we have decided that we are going to meet somewhere. Yes. Where do you meet? Where yes. do we meet? <laughs> we we meet at the crowbar in Crow's Nest. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, Occasionally somewhere for coffee, but usually if it's a drink, it's going to be crowbar. Yeah, yeah, if it's a drink, it's going to be. Yeah. We like to go, and this goes back to a really wonderful person mm-hmm. that at some point I'd love to have her on the podcast, but she lives in the States beautiful young lady um but she was a scientist <laughs> and she said that she would always have first dates at the same location because it was a location that she knew the quality of the food the quality of the drinks so that was one variable that she wouldn't include as part of judging you're not, her first date yeah, you're not swayed by ambiance or yeah. anything so yeah. you don't go to a new restaurant and be like oh the food is shit therefore the date is shit yeah. Or you don't go to a new restaurant and be like, oh my God, this food and drinks are amazing. Therefore, this date is amazing. She would go to the same place, always meeting these different guys. And so, but it works for us. Yeah. We know the quality of the bar. We, we know we like the bar staff. We know they'll leave us alone. Yep. And we know once the date is done that they'll give us their full opinion <laughs> of what that person, they, what they thought of that person or people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is great. It is kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, shout out to the crowbar. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, that's what we like to do. And the other thing to think about, too, is if you are just meeting for drinks, depending on what time of day you're meeting, think about whether you need to eat first or not. Uh, good point. Um, because if you're meeting for later drinks, let's say 8 p.m. or something, well, you want to eat a bite first because you don't want to get stuck there and then be starving. Yeah. Um, you know, so kind of think about where you're meeting and when and whether you need to, even if it's just a snack. Just have something in your stomach before you go so you're not, like, ravenous the whole time or you get drunk a lot faster because you don't have anything in your stomach. Or... It's funny because what you're saying, yeah. I'm sitting here going, well, that's common sense. But common sense is not nearly as common as no. it should be. And it's, you make a good point. Um, you know, and, and more than once, Mrs. Adam and I, I can tell you a, a number of times that we've gone out and said, okay, two drinks. At tops, we're <laughs> going to be 45 minutes. Yeah. We'll meet the people at six. <laughs> well, 45 minutes, we'll be on the bus coming home by seven. Right. That's our goal. And then at 10.30 p.m., we're like, <laughs> you know, we should probably get a bus. <laughs> yeah. Because we both have work tomorrow. It's been five drinks. Yeah. Um, it's been great conversation. We really like the people. And, yeah, so that's that's something that that more often than not happens so you get we, caught up in good, good yeah. it's easy to get caught up in good conversation it's easy when you find people that you're like oh these are smart and funny people that you want to talk to them it's fun to tell your stories yeah for sure i'm watching her pour wine sorry now sorry in guys the most awkward way possible well that's because of i just didn't want to stand up to do it so i was trying to do it while sitting that's my girl yeah um yeah so uh so plan ahead and mm-hmm. always plan, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yeah. And in this case, hoping for the best is, you know, an hour, plan for the worst, you know, five hours. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, another thing to consider, a very important thing to consider, is what do you wear? What do you wear? Clothes. Clean underwear. Yes, clean underwear. That's key. For sure. <laughs> it's funny because I always wear clean underwear and I always hope, I'm always hoping for the best, so I always bring condoms. Oh, yeah, I always have condoms Even with though me. I don't, I, we're we don't, not. We don't play on the first we date. We don't play on the first date, but, but you never know when yeah. somebody might, like, attack you in an alley, and you're like, okay. Oh, wait, we need protection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
So what what do you what do you wear? I tend to go for of course it's very weather dependent, but I try to go for something that's at least sexy. So if it has a low neckline, particularly in the summertime, that's easier. Hashtag cleavage. Um yeah. So you know, just something that looks sexy. I mean think about especially if you've been in a relationship for a very long time. Hopefully you still dress up for your partner, but you know, maybe not. But just you know, pretend like you're a 16 year old on a first date again, and and just you want to look good. You want to look your best. <laughs> you went on dates when you were 16. I didn't get like the first date until I was like I don't know 20. <laughs> pretend you're young and on a date again. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Pretend you're 16. Yeah. God, you blossomed early. Um, but you know, you want to wear something sexy, but you also want to be comfortable because yes. you don't want to be like tugging and pulling and you know sitting. You know, I don't know. You don't want to have to just be uncomfortable all night long. So, so I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna caveat that and say for me, um, I like to wear something that I feel sexy in. Yes, not something that is necessarily what stereotypical sexy is, or but it's something that I know fits me well, that I'm comfortable and confident in, that I feel, you know, and I think longtime listeners will appreciate this phrase for me that I feel masculine in. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to feel masculine. Um, that's true, because if you feel confident and sexy in it, then you're going to exude that, and you're going to have yeah. a bit more of a swagger. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, so I always wear, uh, there's a, there's one to two different pairs of jeans that I like to wear, mm-hmm. um, and then I've got this really nice snap-up white shirt, kind of a, a, a casual, but still got a bit of dress to it, um, and it's got blue accents, and I always feel confident in that shirt. That is like my first date shirt. I'm yeah. pretty sure that at our bar, if I go in in blue jeans and that button-up shirt, that they're all like, oh, look who it's has a, a date. First date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I like to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't wear a t-shirt under it, so it shows, and it's a light enough white that you can see my tattoo through the shirt, yep. which I also, me personally, I think that's sexy. I mm-hmm. like to see a tattoo through the sh- through the shirt. Excuse me. Um, I don't know if other people think that, but <laughs> I, I don't do. know. I, I don't, like it. I don't care. It's for me. I like um, it. So thank you. Oh, is it for me too? It's for you too. Okay. Everything's for you. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I would say. You wear wear something that you're you're comfortable in, but confident in. Something that makes you feel sexy. And we all have that stuff. I even, you know, like, even underwear that you know yeah, that nobody's going to see. You're only going for drinks. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play. But still, wear your sexy underwear. Because they may not know, but you know, which will then help them right. know. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, too, is if there's a particular body part that you're really proud of or that people compliment you a lot on, Show it off. Wear something that accentuates that. What yeah. if it's your clitoris? Well, I was going to say, I'm thinking more like eyes or oh. you know, your shape or gotcha. breasts or Sorry. something. I don't know. But like, My God, you yeah. have a beautiful clitoris. Well, I mean, you could wear... Because you're always complimenting my testicles. I know. So should I wear like... Yeah. What should I wear? <laughs> that pair of my chaps? Yes. Wear my assless chaps? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Next first date, white button up and assless chaps. <laughs> All right, we need a new first date. <laughs> I'm going to get online right now. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I think it's funny that you're going to get online. I can online. wear my crotchless panties, you know. Uh, oh, absolutely. See, there See? you go. Crotch, crotchless <laughs> panties and, and, and cha- ap- ash- chapless apps. God damn it. Assless chaps. 
We're losing control oh of this gosh. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the other things to discuss before you go out with your partner um, is your expectations for the date. Because we keep saying you're not going to have sex with them, but oh, yeah. maybe some people want to. Yeah. So discuss that with your partner as to what are your expectations. Do you just want to meet the people and, like us, see if there's any kind of chemistry, if you like them? Or do you just want to be like, you know, hey, you're pretty, let's let's go sleep. Yeah, you let's, know? let's yeah. play Let's, let's, play let's by go here. play, yeah. So um, I would say be sure to have that conversation with your partner before you go out because it's a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that is. It's funny, you know. There's a lot of prep. I just kicked the table. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into this. Yeah. Um, and I know we've heard podcasts from other couples that talk about the amount of of personal physical maintenance, prep. Yeah. physical ma- prep. Yeah, yeah, good word. Um, that goes into it, but. For us, it's more mental maintenance, I yeah. think, than physical maintenance. Um, because I think for us, the physical maintenance, we do pretty regularly, yeah. whether or not we're going to play with people. Um, I do a lot of my physical maintenance, not for even you. I do it for me. For yourself. Um, yeah, for sure. So, you know, but, but to, talk about your, to, to talk about your expectations is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want to go on a first date with somebody uh, and your partner be like, oh, we're just going to have drinks. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm just going to rip their clothes off. Um, because that's going to get really awkward really fast. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, which you, you said that made me think of something. But now I've lost my train of thought. Bye-bye, train. Okay, so what if- I think it's also good to, before you go out, discuss, keep in mind that throughout this, especially if you're just starting out, that you are each other's safety nets. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So, That's where I was going. Look at you. Read my mind. Wow. Beautiful and intuitive. It's like we're in sync or something. I know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of prefer Backstreet like, Boys, but, you know. Oh, no, I'm just I kidding. I was just about to say, like, the <laughs> band. That's great. I love it. <laughs> You're my perfect other. Anyhow, back to what I was saying. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so keep in mind that you are each other's safety nets. And so no matter what happens, you know, that... Your, your partner has your back. And so if, if you get there and you, something just really turns you off, feel free to say, hey, look, this isn't, no, we're going. This isn't for me. I don't like something. Something's weird. Something's not right. Um, and, and do the same for them. Have that same respect for them. But it's also helpful to know before you go um, to have a, I'm going to say a safe word, a phrase, a look, a touch, something that if you're sitting across from each other, a way that you can communicate if you either need a timeout and you need to say, like, oh, I'm going to go to the restroom or I'm going to step outside for a moment and, you know, they're going to come with you and you can have a conversation and see what's going on. Um, or if something is, like, really, really wrong, you know, just be able to, to communicate that to them instead of sitting there in a really bad place. Yes, and just waiting for them to have to go to the bathroom or whatever. Right. Um, it's, it's good to check in with each other routinely. Yeah, and I think having a Even safe, if it's nonverbal. You know, you can have a safe story. Yeah. You know, it's a safety word story where you're like, oh, let me tell you about the time our cat fell asleep in the trunk of the car kind of thing. I mean, you, you start the story and your partner knows at the end of the story, we need to, yeah. I need to have a, a conference. Mm-hmm. Um, for Mrs. Adam and I, we always sit on the same side of the table um, and it tends to be a, a double or triple tap. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I put my hand on her leg or she on mine and if we, you know we need to communicate it's a you know just a quick tap 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 mm-hmm. um and that's how we we know that the other needs to have a conference with us yeah 
But yeah, I think that's. that's I think that's advice. really essential, yeah. especially if you're just starting out, because it can be overwhelming. Um, you know, it it can go really well, or it can be just kind of a bit too much. You know, yeah, depending on how you approach it. And we've seen people in clubs have those moments yeah. where they it was their first time in a club, um, and they have a bit of a freakout moment. One of them has a bit of a freakout moment, and then they both go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they go to the bathroom together. They confer, they have a, a a a decompression, and then they come out, and everything's okay again. Mm-hmm. Because you just need to know that you're safe. You have somebody yeah. who's who's your 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 safety net, and that should be your partner. If that's not your partner. It goes back to what we said at the very beginning. We probably shouldn't have been what doing you, this to yeah. begin with. Um, so if your partner isn't your safety net, um, don't don't do it. Don't do this. Yeah. This isn't. I don't think swinging or open relationships is is what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. What's so, up next? So we're at the table oh, with a new couple. Yeah, we are. Hi. We're dressed all sexy like. We're having good conversation. What do you drink? Look. I'm going to be, sit back, folks. Mr. Adam's going to get a little judgmental again. And I don't mean to be judgmental, but it's my natural state. So <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Um, it is absolutely okay to order Prosecco, white wine, red wine, mm-hmm. anything neat, or any classic cocktail. Mm-hmm. When I say a classic cocktail, I mean a gin and tonic. Old fashioned, dark and stormy, at all. Martini. Martini, yes. Um, gin what, and tonic. What you, I already said gin and tonic. Oh, that was you? my number one. Sorry, number, I was number listening. Two. That was number two. Jeez, I was see? listening. Number, number three, listen to your partner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but don't order something like a sex on a beach. Don't order a shot. Yeah, shots are bad. Shots are bad. Those are the bad idea bears <laughs> jumping out. Um, beers are okay, mm-hmm. um, but don't make it a wanky beer. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to define a wanky beer? Heineken is a wanky beer. Corona <laughs> is a wanky beer. Um, I'm sorry. And, and for the people in the States, if, if you're ordering a Bud Light with lime, we are not going to be, we're, you are <laughs> not going to see either of us naked. Let's just put it that way. Um, I know I sound horrible and judgmental, but I know what I like, and I know the type of people I like, mm-hmm. and the type of people that I like don't drink that kind of stuff. You know, at the same time, don't go to a bar and order water. I'm, I'm just going to say Unless that. you're one of those people that has the allergy thing to alcohol, where you Fine. turn, like, bright red right. and whatever. If you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're Asian. The Asian gene. Yeah, yeah if you're Asian. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Asian than fine, but... Lemon-lime bitters. There something. you go. See, that's <laughs> yeah. at least something. You go to a bar, you order bar drinks. You yeah. order something. Um, I don't know if you, you know. Even people who are being responsible and driving can still have one drink. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I I'm pretty harsh on. I judge people by what they drink. No, I'm the. I know f- you do. <laughs> and I judge harshly on what you drink. Um. And you can drink the girly drinks and the fruity stuff later, but not on the first meeting. Absolutely. <laughs> you know on. You know, on, especially if you're sitting by the pool on or, date two yeah. or three, uh, order your espresso martini. No, um, but that is not a first date drink. Ugh. <laughs> but I digress. Mm-hmm. Please continue. Um, so I was gonna go into advice for the conversation. Oh yes. So you've ordered your drink. I mean, not necessarily like topics of conversation, but more just the general feel of it. Yeah. Because um, like what we told our friends is, you know, they were. I'm going to say stressing for lack of a better word, but they were, you know, asking, you know, what do we, how do we approach it? What do we do? And we were like, look, just, just approach it as if you're making new friends. You know, don't assume that they're going to sleep with you. Yes. Because they no. may not. Yeah. They may not be interested in you whatsoever. Uh, I mean, you hope so. Oh, wow. But <laughs> you hope so. But just approach it as if you're making new friends. I mean, generally you've, you've chatted with some people, these people a little bit first. And so you at least like something about them. And just approach it as if you're continuing, you know, you're, you're continuing that friendship and you're wanting to build on that and you're wanting to, just like you normally would, you know, it's not, don't worry so much about the sex part. I agree. And just yeah. focus more on the, the people and, and the friendship and their personalities and, and liking them and making that connection. Yeah. Much like prom night, you're making awkward conversation that you hope leads to sex. Yeah. Um, and you know, and like we that, say awkward. I say awkward conversation. I don't even really mean that because, like we, like you've said, at, at this point, you've probably vetted these people a little. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's, you know, something about them. Either what television shows they like, what books they like to read, what music they like to listen to. Mm-hmm. You've you've talked about something. Um, so let that kind of build. build. Like you yeah. said, you're making friends. That's what you're doing. Um, you know, we often qualify our friends as either pants on or pants off. Um, if you're a pants on friend, that just means that we always keep our pants on around you. Mm-hmm. If you're a pants off friend, you're still a friend, but right. we sometimes get naked, have sex and, and lay in bed and talk. Yeah. Um, we want to be able to have that sort of feeling with, with you, um, this, this kind of friendship thing. Right. Yeah. And, and don't try too hard. Just be yourself. Cause if, if you try too hard, it's, it's generally not going to come off very well. Yeah. Be yourself. So just That's... relax and be yourself. It's, it's so funny. It's like, I mean, it seems common sense, but it does. But sometimes people get worked up, and, and it's not know. a it's not a work interview as no. well. Um, no. and, and we've seen people get so nervous and stressed out, and it's just like, you know, guys, relax. It's okay. Yeah. We're we're all here to have fun. We're all here just to just to chit chat yeah. and, and make keep, small talk and keep a positive attitude. I would say too, because nobody wants a negative Nancy. So stay positive. Did you know the number one killer of cats is feline AIDS? <laughs> yeah, don't thank do that. You, thank you, Mr. Adam. <laughs> that was Debbie Downer. I know, I know. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, yeah, don't do that. Don't, you know, keep a positive attitude because, you know, we've seen people at clubs that are, which leads to the next next point. Do not bicker with your partner. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? This is the time to let it fucking slide. Mm -hmm. Um, Because nothing, for us at least, is a bigger turnoff than watching a couple bicker. And it is even worse when they get up and leave the table to bicker. Yeah. Don't do that. You are... Yeah. Let it go. Address it later. Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, I'm going to make a mental note of this, and we're going to talk about this later. If you cannot sit for an hour to two hours with your partner and not start a fight with them, um, yeah, you're not going to get in our bed. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You'll never see us naked. Um, And we've been on dates where one partner was very negative and even derogatory towards another. Yes. And it... That's that's not a turn on people. Yeah, don't put your partner down. We've, yeah. God, we've seen that. Oh my God. Um, if if you ask the question, would you like to part? Do you do you guys like to party? Um, and and I didn't realize this. This means drugs. Hashtag <laughs> white boy grew up in a small town. Um, you know, and and they say no. Let it go. That's fine. I don't care if you're if you're into yeah. drugs. That doesn't bother me. Um, but let's not keep persisting with right. it. Um, and I don't think you are going to be the one that convinces me. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to stick back with the don't bicker with your partner. Don't put your partner down. Yeah. Self depreciating humor is so much better than mm-hmm. partner depreciating humor. Yeah. And be sure to flirt with the other people. Yeah. Flirting is wickedly important. That That's like the pre-foreplay foreplay. Yeah, you know? that's true. But you could, we, we say to approach this as if you're making new friends, but you want to flirt and have like sexy friends, you know? Of course. And if it's been a long time, if you've been married for a while and, and you're just getting back into it, well, it might take some time, but you'll pick it up. It's like riding a bike. It is. I, I, I agree with that completely. Um, and you should be flirting with your partner anyway. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, if you've been married, I don't take the excuse of being married for 10 or 15 years saying, I don't know how to flirt no, with my partner. because if we look at many of our friends that have been married for a very long time, they're, they're still flirting with one flirtatious, another. Yeah. yeah. And the whole, you know. And it's, I, a, it's I, a big turn on to flirt with each other as yeah. well as the other people. And it's a turn on so, to watch a couple yeah. flirt with each other. Yeah. You know, that's that just shows that after, you know, X number of years that there's still this kind of passion. There's they're passionate. They people. still have chemistry. Yeah, and that's important. Um, and flirting isn't hard. Yeah. Um, you know, flirting is a a furtive glance, a smile, a quick touch on the arm mm-hmm. or or leg. You know, it's you know a snarky remark. It's well timed humor. You know, whatever you're comfortable with. And you don't have to be a funny person, no. so you don't have to do the humor. But you can do the the smile at the right time, or the a quick glance, and then be the first one to look away. You know, it's it's it doesn't have to be convoluted or, or complex to be flirting. Yeah. Flirting, I, for me, I, watching somebody, flirting is when I can tell that that person is really comfortable with the, themselves and the situation, um, that, you know, they flirt without even thinking about it. That's yeah, what I that's think. true. You know, yeah. you're, it's confidence. That's what flirting is. Yeah. At least from my point of view. Well, and, and confidence in your relationship and your partner and in, all of In it. the whole situation. The whole situation. The whole yeah. situation. You're comfortable and you're confident and that's, you know. Yeah. 
and there's nothing wrong with self-depreciating humor. But you, but at the same time, don't go, I'm a horrible person. I was going to say, at the same you time. You don't want Eeyore. Keep it to a minimum. Yeah. yeah. Some is okay. You don't want it to be constant. And every time you open your mouth to be self-depreciated. Yeah. That's, that gets old. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so it is complicated. But you can do it. <laughs> we know you can do it. We yeah. believe in you. Yeah. I'm sort of thinking we should do a flirting class. But Maybe. I don't know how we would teach it. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. what else is over there on your list there, uh, beautiful lady? Well, we can go one of two ways. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we can. And typically, we go both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which ways do we have? When the date goes well and when the date goes poorly. Let's do the second one first. Okay. All right, so when the date goes poorly. All right, so the date goes poorly. We've had these you, dates. You, you go through the date. It's fine. It's acceptable. It's whatever. You're yeah. not going to, like, bail early. But at the end of the day, you're really just not interested in playing with these people. Or maybe they're not interested in playing with you. Absolutely. We've had it both ways. We have had it both ways. Um, we got out of a date once, really luckily, because the bus was running early. Yeah. And we're like, oh, you know, we have this is the last bus that we can catch to get home. We need to catch this bus. Thanks a right. lot. And we had, this was on a school night, and we had said from the beginning, because we were meeting, we met them quite late in the city to begin yeah. with, and we said, okay, because we wanted to meet earlier, but they couldn't. And so right. we said, that's fine, we'll meet later, we but we're on a schedule because yeah. it's the last bus we can take home. And so we fortunately had that timetable already set up, um, which is a good way, if you're not really sure, to, to do it, because you can always say, you know what, we'll take a cap. Absolutely. But if things are going well, but at the same time, you have that preset schedule, so if it doesn't go well, you've got an out. The way I'm looking th- at so. this is, let's go, you know, you either have kids or you don't. Yeah. If you have kids, these people may not know the age of your kids yeah. at this time. Babysitter's an easy one. Babysitter's an, that's mm-hmm. a simple one. And if you want to, if you've got the babysit, babysitter for the three hours and you want to start with an hour with this couple, you say, look, we have a babysitter, but only until yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah. And then when the date's going great, you text or you air quotes, text or call the babysitter and say, hey, you know, you don't really do this because you've already got it for three hours, yeah. but you got them for three hours. But then you can just say, look, we've extended our babysitter. It's it's a little white lie that it's not intended to hurt anybody. It's sort of a it's your safety net. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a babysitter is a simple one. Yeah. Um, if you have a pet, the dog has to go out. The cat has something has to happen yeah. with the animal. So you have you have this animal as a as a safety net. Um, if you don't have either one of those, you can have a meeting in the morning. There's a, something. A work yeah. thing. There's always something that you yeah. can come up with. The the. Just set your limits and make it known to begin with. And make it a little white lie. But make don't it, make it convoluted. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. And also make it something that's easily stretchable if, if things are going well. And the other yeah. side of it is you could be, if you're brave enough, and we've done this before as well, we say from the very beginning, we'll meet you for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, we'll, re, we'll yeah. reevaluate yeah. after an hour. Yeah. And so you go and you meet the people for an hour and 55 minutes into it, you either go, well, you know, this has been a great night. Thank you a lot. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Or if the hour is going well, you go, oh my God, this is great. Do you guys have something going on? Would you like to stick around for another drink or eight? Which happens more frequently. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there. There's nothing wrong with a little white lie mm-hmm. to control your future. And there's also, 
absolutely nothing wrong with the truth to control mm-hmm. your future. Mm-hmm. If you go into it and say, look, we have an hour, that's what we're going into. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying this to my partner. I'm saying this to the other couple. We'll meet you for an hour. And then you can say, after an hour, we'll reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we're having a really good time. We really enjoy your company. You know, we'd like to stay longer if you're able to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if not, let's meet up some other time. Absolutely. Yeah. And for us, you know, even the bad dates, you know, after it's over, you you do the obligatory kind, oh, it was great to meet you. We'll be in touch. If you hear, we'll be in touch, it means you'll never hear from that person again. Right. And it, it also, you know, wouldn't hurt to send, which is sometimes hard to do, but to send a text or if you, if you leave it on that note to say, we'll be in touch, it, it wouldn't hurt to send a text and just say, you know, we really enjoyed the night, but I don't think it's going to work between us yeah, or something absolutely. like that. And, uh, and, you can, that... and you can say that to them at the time, yes. but if it's hard for you to say it, at least send the text, at least yeah. give them something. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I've gotten that text from somebody that after a first mm-hmm. date, she said, it was great to meet you. You're an interesting person, but I don't see us yeah. ever meeting again. And I looked at that, and immediately I was like, oh. But at the same time, I was like, oh. But you still you know, respect them. Our thanks. Yeah. Because I thought the exact same thing. And mm-hmm. I actually texted her, and because I was typing her te- the text at the same time. I was like, that's excellent. You know, honestly, I was typing the exact same thing. I really appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And she said, you know, responded with, good luck out there. And, you know. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with Don't with take doing it personally. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Because there's so many complexities that go into a relationship, and you've said it many times, Mr. Adam, is that when you're trying to get four people then to get along, and, you know, not just coordinating schedules, but actually getting along and being interested in one another, it makes it infinitely more complex. Oh, absolutely. And Not infinitely. Mathematically, it's not infinitely, but it is more complex, but only by, like, logarithmically. Okay. A lot more complex. Logarithmically. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, so don't take it personally. Yeah, because yeah. there, there's many, many more fish out in the sea. Absolutely. It might take a while to find them, but they're out there. They're yeah. out there. And patience, patience. And, yeah, they'll be honest. And there's they, nothing wrong with honesty. And if you can't be honest, then you mm-hmm. don't need to be in this lifestyle. I period. actually think that the honesty, too, is a lot better than than just saying, you know, don't, don't ghost somebody, don't. Don't lie to them because especially depending on where you live, you may run into them again Yeah. at a club, at a function, who knows, but you may come across them again at some point. And if they know at that time that, you know, you already met up and they, somebody, one party or another wasn't interested, it's not a big deal. It, it just, it is what it is. You know, no, no, there's no heart feelings. There's no, nobody says, Hey, whatever happened? I thought we were going to, you know, there's none of that. It just, everybody knows where they stand. And I think that's a lot better place to be. Takes out the awkwardness. Yeah. So that's what happens if it goes bad. Um, if it goes well, we, we like to make plans that night. Yeah. Go ahead and set another date. You set another date. You know, this is going great. Oh my gosh. What are you guys doing in the next 14 days? Mm -hmm. Um, We need to pick out a a date that we can do something. Sometimes we book strictly a play date. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we book um, a date date where we might go to the zoo. We might go to the museum. We, we. And there's always, if it's a date date, there's always the option on our part that there may be play later yes um and so it just depends on the situation and the circumstance and how interested the other party is absolutely um and you know if it's a play date 
typically we'll have them over here mm-hmm. uh, to our place. Um, we always feel more comfortable in our own little world, so yeah. we bring people into that world. Um, Sometimes we go to their place, but it usually yeah. tends to be here. Yeah. Uh, if you're not comfortable having people over to your house, why are you having sex with them? Um, that's, that's my first question. Um, if it happens to be a kid thing and you have children at your house and can't get them out, book a hotel in the city, book a hotel something, somewhere. Um, unless the other couple can host, but yeah, that's situational though. You know, and my opinion is if, if you're booking a hotel that you're going to stay in, whoever asks, whoever asks them out on a date Mm -hmm. is the person that pays for the room. Um, if they really fight about it, sure. But my thing, I would be, always be like, well, you get it next time. Cause that's booking a third date in the future. <laughs> I mean, you're assuming the sex is going to be at least right. fair. Right. Um, but you know, worst case scenario, you're out a room and you got laid. So, um, in a best case scenario though, you've now got this kind of rolling cycle of a play partners. Right. Um, so yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> That's, that's why I'm sticking you, to it. You were on a good roll there. I did, but then the ball stopped. No. Oh, I mean, uh, but yeah. there's nowhere else to go. I mean, if it's a good date, make yeah. the plans for another date. Yeah. Um, always be polite after the date and, and send a, a follow-up message. Yeah. You know, thanks a lot for tonight. I had a lot of fun. Insert in joke that you made that night. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just... You, you know, you're, you're, it keeps that flirting going and keeps the yeah, lines of communication That's open. part of the flirting, yeah. I think, is that, you know, if you insert an in-joke, or even if you don't, if you're just that kind of open yeah. communication with people, that's what people want. People want to be talked to. Yeah. Or yeah. with. Yeah, so um, keep the banter open, keep the communication open, and, mm-hmm. you know, plan for your next one. Yeah. And don't be offended if they don't immediately respond. That's the other thing. Um, you know, kick is bad because you can see the message has been read mm-hmm. and you're like, why isn't that, why aren't they responding? Um, but you don't know what's going on in their life. And it absolutely. could be that, you know, maybe they, they saw it quickly. Something came up. They had to do something else. Maybe they just don't really know quite how to respond. They may still be processing everything. Absolutely. Um, you know, they need to debrief as well. Yeah. Cause we always have a debrief. After first dates, after any date, after any play date especially, but we always have a debrief and we kind of go through, you know, what did you think? How do you feel? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just all the usual check-in types of things. And and we talk a lot about it. And it usually happens fairly soon after the, the date or the play date, but it doesn't always. It may be the next day. Yeah. So there's been many a times that if we're in a cab, we'll start talking about it. Yeah. If if we're in a cab, we'll start talking about it. If we're on the bus, we never talk about Mm -hmm. it. Um, once we get home, it depends on how exhausted we are. If it's been a late night, we might say just the quick, that was a fun night. And then, you know, the other will say, yeah, that was great. And then we crash or have sex and then crash. Um, and then we wake up in the morning and we go, all right, what'd you think? We have our take back sex. Our take back sex. Absolutely. (laughs) Even when we don't have sex with a partner, we have take back sex. Yeah. Yeah. Or have sex with new partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do always check in and just, you know, see what the other person thought, what they liked, what they didn't like. Is it something you want to do again? Is it someone you're still interested in? So if you don't get a response immediately, don't fret about it. Yeah. You know, give them, give them time. They may need, especially, you know, if you're new to it and they're new to it as well, it can kind of be a bit overwhelming. It can and be you, you may need time to kind of 
absorb and think about it and figure out where do I want to go from here? You know, is this something I want to continue with? Or do I want to go maybe down a slightly different path? Or is this path good still? And, you know, it might take some time to work through that and figure it out. Now, granted, I would suggest if you have some thinking to do and some feelings to work out to, to tell them, you know, I, you know, enjoyed the night, blah, 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 whatever, but I need a little bit of time to kind of process. I think it's good to have that out there at least. So that way they're not like stressed or worried or whatever about it and thinking, oh my God, I did something terribly, horribly wrong. But at the same time, you know, if it's, if it's a day or so, I wouldn't worry about it. If you need a week or more to to process and to kind of figure things out, at least let them know. Yeah. It's, it goes back to the give what you would hope to receive. Yeah. So, you know, like, like Mrs. Adams said, you know, if, if you need to, to decompress and talk about it with your partner, then do that. But let them know, like, you know, we really had a great time. We, we've got a busy week ahead of us. You know, that doesn't mean that, that just means you have a busy week. It can be work. It can be school. It can be communicating with your partner. That's what it can be. Um, And that's okay. But give what you would hope to receive. Because if you put yourself out there on a first date and you say, you know, I'm not saying you're, you're, you're investing a lot into this person or these people, but it is nice to, to have some sort of response that, you know, when you put yourself out there and say, Hey, I really liked you. You know, I want to talk to you again. And then you hear radio silence that makes you start to question yourself. So it's polite. It's, you know, it just makes you a good person to say, look, I'm going to be quiet for a while, you know, and there are people out there that aren't text people. They're yeah. not, they're just not digital people. We you, have a few partners. We have that a are few like partners. That. You know, Outlander's like that. Yeah. You know, you message him when you say, "Hey, let's meet this time." You know, on this day, and he responds, "Awesome." And then the we don't hear anything from him. Yeah. And then the day of, we go, "Are we still on for today?" And he responds, "Absolutely." And then when we see him, yeah. it's like no time has passed. It's great. Yeah. It's he's yeah. open. He's animated. He's communicative. The sex is amazing. And then. It's texting radio silence. Yeah. I respect that. But he at least responds. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you ask a question, he gives you an answer. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be William Faulkner. Um, <laughs> you can be a Hemingway. And anybody who gets that reference goes up to the top of our dating list. Right there. Ooh. Faulkner versus Hemingway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Team Faulkner right here. If you're Team Hemingway. <laughs> GTFO. But yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight? Or do uh, we want to go? No, I think that's a good first introduction. That that went through a lot of the questions that we had from our friends when they were first starting out and, and trying to figure out the how do you, you know, navigate through starting this. So we'll have other bits and pieces, other podcasts later about it, going through specific events and specific times. Um, we'll definitely talk about um, the, more of the online stuff. Yes. We have, a, we have a, a whole podcast planned about your profile, mess, first messages, you know, meeting people online. Mm-hmm. We'll also talk more about um, clubs. I know we've, yes. we've done reviews of clubs and our experience of clubs, but we'll also do a sort of... Because we had a lot of questions from them on that. Yes. So I Holy think that shit, would be... this is our first experience at a club. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a lot about that as well. Yeah. Um, but just a few sort of final things before we get to our question. For me, mm-hmm. I would say um, 
communication, communication, communication. I know I always say that, but it's funny how, ironically, nobody fucking listens. You know, <laughs> when talk to your partner, you know, talk a lot to your partner. Um, this is something that can and will shape the definition of your relationship. It might make it amazing. It might make it terrible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, before you, before you step off that cliff, make sure you're wearing a backpack that has a, a parachute in it and not one that has, you know, silverware and last week's luggage in it. You know, you want to make sure that your communication is, is open. Um, you want to make sure that your partner has your back and you have their back as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, I, I, again, I go back to if you can't talk, if you can't comfortably talk about the mundane, boring shit with your partner, then you won't be able to talk about the exciting, illustrious shit with your partner. That's my advice. I like how it's all shit. It is all shit. It's all shit. <laughs> it's all good. It all shit. Anyway, um, I have a question. All right. What is it? Um, this comes from a long-time listener who we like very much mm-hmm. um, in the Twitterverse. Mm-hmm. He asked, um, I'm assuming it's a he. Probably shouldn't judge, but from the name, I'm assuming it's a he. Um, when first getting into the world of swinging, mm-hmm. um, would we suggest starting with strip clubs mm-hmm. or swingers clubs? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good question. It is a very good question. And it sort of leads into what I would consider almost part two of this, you know, swinging 201. Um, (laughs) 102, 201. Which one? 201, because we're going into year two, and you don't do, what is it? Now I'm all confused. Anyway, (laughs) damn it, woman, don't do that. Um, What would you say? So, my gut reaction would be a swingers club, but we'll come back to that. (laughs) because i I will say that the only time that i would suggest or i'm gonna say condone going to a strip club when you're thinking about opening up your relationship with your partner is if either one of you is not necessarily comfortable being around naked people a lot of people have body image issues now granted a strip club's not necessarily going to help that because no, they're all like not. perfect looking people i was gonna say that but yeah. at the same time if you just need to get comfortable being around naked people you know you yourself not naked but just seeing that and and just being in that kind of environment then then sure a strip club is fine also because in some places particularly more rural places strip clubs are more prevalent true and so if you just kind of want to feel sexy and get into the sexy vibe then sure, a strip club is is fine to go to. Um, you know, I've I spent a lot of time in strip clubs. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> it's a business, and those girls aren't aren't there because they're necessarily interested in you. They're they're there to make money, and you have to keep that in mind. And so, you know, if you're just looking at it for the sexy vibe and to to be around you know more naked people, then sure, that's fine. But if you're looking at actually swinging and looking at meeting people and, you know, you're wanting to explore the open relationship side of it with your partner, then definitely go to a swingers club because you're going to meet more like-minded people there. You're going to meet people who have a similar interest and similar path, I'll say, to what you're wanting to go down at a swingers club. 
It doesn't mean you have to play. We'll get onto that whenever we talk about the whole intro to clubs type of thing. Um, but you don't have to play just because you go. Again, it can be a way to be in that sexy environment and just to meet people and, and talk to them and feel out. Everybody does things differently. We all of our swinger friends, we all do things slightly differently. And so you can feel out, you know, what do they do? What do I like about what they do? Or what would I do differently? And you can talk about that with your partner as well to define where you want your relationship to go. So ultimately, I would say a swingers club, they're not as frequent, I would say, in the U.S. particularly, unless you're in a big city. Um, So it could be harder to find. If you have to travel to get to one, Book a hotel room, stay the night, make it a sexy thing. You know, go to the club, come home. You don't have to come home with a partner. You can just come home, you and your partner, but you've been in that that environment and you're both should be at that point feeling good about yourselves. And, you know, I would say just make it a whole experience. Make it a night. Well said. That's my answer. Damn, girl. What do you have? Um, well, I tend to agree with you on, like, I think 98%, which is really rare. Um, that is rare. I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, I look at swingers clubs as, I'm sorry, I look at stripper, strip clubs mm-hmm. um, as, you know, if it's on the equivalent side to porn. It is very much a, a vanilla way to mm-hmm. sort of get into a world of nudity um, because it's safe nudity. You know, you're you're paying these young women to take their clothes off. So you, you are not going to gain anything out of this, but maybe a further understanding of what your partner finds attractive. Right. That's really the only thing you're going to gain from this. You're not going to hook up with anybody. You're not going to, you know, but, but the problem with that as well is that I have never left a strip club and felt better about myself. That's a good point. And, and I don't mean that in an ugly way. It's just that I look at the people around me and I look at the people who go to the strip clubs as well. And even when I've gone with partners and I've gone with multiple partners, um, but I always leave and I always feel a little dirty for lack of a better word. And it's not the women. It's definitely not the performers because the performers are great, but it's those other people there because most of the other people tend to have a, a, there's a negative connotation to them. And I've known enough guys that go to these places only to objectify the women, um, which I absolutely hate. And I think that's part of the thing is I go to a strip club and I see these men that are doing nothing but objectifying the women, not appreciating the the skill. Now that we're doing pole fit classes, I know how fucking difficult it is to do what they're doing. And I look at that now. I want to go back to a strip club and just to watch the art of it. Um, you know, but you see that and always leave feeling a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas swingers clubs, again, and we'll talk about this as Mrs. Adams said, you don't have to play. Mm-mm. You can go and just, it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a specific place that you go and you meet people who are of a specific mindset and some of them will want to play and some of them won't want to play. Um, my advice would be swingers club. Yeah. And like you. You know, make a weekend of it. You know, yeah. if you if you live in a small town, you know, where there's not a, a, a swingers club within three to four hour drive, or God forbid, you have to fly somewhere, 
go to New York City. There's what six that we know of yeah. in New York, um, which we will be to in in January. Um, yes. I know, right? So excited. <laughs> A new Swingers Club each night. Epic. <laughs> um, but you know, go to these. You know, go make a weekend out of it. It this make it a trip focused around your sexual relationship. Yeah. And I'm going to use New York as an example again. There are multiple clubs in New York. Mm-hmm. There are multiple bars in New York. If you're a bisexual male, a bisexual female, there are bars that are targeted towards your sexuality. Um, there's the Museum of Sex. Yep. You know, you can make it a sex weekend. Go to some of the the shops, the leather and latex shops. You know, Everybody That's needs what a we're going to be doing. I know, right? I'm, I just described our uh, our week in January. Yeah. Um, you know, but but do that, and 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 the whole time you're keeping an open conversation with your partner. Yeah. Um, that would be my pick. That's actually a really good. I mean, it's kind of a throw yourself into the deep end, but it's also kind of a really good introductory introductory, say a weekend or take three or four days and go do something like that and just just kind of throw yourself into it and and the whole time no expectation for anything yeah. but just talk to your partner and you don't have to like and, it and you ex- really no explore and say oh I really didn't like that or I liked this or push whatnot. yourself and yeah yeah that's that's my advice is yeah. you know above everything else don't become complacent with who you are or where your relationship mm-hmm. is, constantly push yourself. Let your partner push you and yeah. let you push your partner um, healthily. Yeah. You know yeah. where that boundary is. Just sort of take advantage of that boundary. Yeah, that's what I've got. Excellent. Okay, let's wrap this mother up. Yeah. Um, so. Where can we be found? Where can we be found? So first of all, I want to thank our people we have we have done a call recently uh for folks to review us mm-hmm. on on iTunes on Stitcher Stitcher wherever, wherever you listen to us yeah. um so a big shout out to the folks that have um reviewed us we have a um, few we have a few we have uh Rach I, I can't say it S U L L S Rach Souls Rach Thank you so much for our wonderful review on on iTunes. Um, we have a best username ever, Pussy Galore. Um, also reviewed us on iTunes, and we really appreciate it. Ozguy seventy seven. I think that was from Stitcher. Stitcher so mm-hmm. thank you very much. We really, really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, we, this is what helps us keep going. This helps us yeah. keep going, um, and this also helps us get out to other people. I know Ozguy. 77 had said that there was some issues with the sound at the beginning. I hope you're still listening because I hope we fucking fixed that. Um, we did have sound <laughs> issues at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, there have been some here and there. We've been yeah. working on it. Um, so, yeah, we definitely appreciate our listeners. We appreciate y'all that are, are leaving reviews for us. We are starting a campaign. Mm-hmm. I started it on Twitter. Okay. Um, so... I haven't started it officially yet, but I, I've I've laid that seed. I'm I'm planting my seed. I'm spreading. Yeah, my you seed. like to do that, don't you? <laughs> spreading my seed. Um, we're gonna give away a one of the buy the buy hoodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we will pay to ship it to wherever you are on Earth. I know, right? Hopefully not Mars, because I hear that's pretty expensive shipping. I but... said on Earth. Yeah, See, okay, okay. so you have to be on Earth. Right. So I'm sorry, International Space Station people. <laughs> I hope you're listening to we us. We still love you. <laughs> So if somebody's on the International Space Station listening to us, I will totally send you a 
but uh, you don't even have to win. Uh, anyway, so for our folks who are leaving reviews for us, we're taking your username, or if you want to be anonymous, I totally respect that, but what, what you need to do if you want to get into this drawing is you need to leave us a review and then email us a copy of your, your, yeah. your review. I also want to say that if you want to leave a review anonymously, you can do that. Um, yes. I'm not sure about Stitcher necessarily, but I know on iTunes, you can put in a nickname. It doesn't have to be your actual username. How do you do that? Do you remember? Um, it just popped up. I, like, if you go to leave a review, then it in the little box that pops up, it asks for a nickname. And so you can you know, put in anonymous or whatever. It doesn't have to be your Come actual... Come up with something more clever than anonymous, people. Come on, yeah, you're better than that. It doesn't have to be your username. Um, yeah, because I've left reviews for podcasts before, and, and you can put in whatever you want. Um, if you want it to be yourself, that's awesome. That's great. But if you don't, that's fine. We respect that. Um, but we do really, really appreciate everyone who leaves us reviews because it is good to see what people have to say and to know that... It's worthwhile for us to do this and also to reach other people. It helps get it out there to other people who, who want to hear and who may be interested in the same topics. Yes, and we have plans in the works. Plans in the works, people, mm -hmm. um, that may allow us to do um, public talks and presentations yep. and kind of open that up to where we get out and talk to people face-to-face, -face, which would be great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so what we're going to do, send your, your username uh, whatever username you decide, uh, and then your review, email us. We'll do a drawing probably around Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. We're going to give it a while because we want to – look, if we, we, only get, this. If we yeah. get five people, I ain't going to draw out of five people. But, you know, once <laughs> we get, like, 15 reviews, that's when we'll be doing our draws. So um, – and then we'll, we'll, we'll get the hoodie to you. So who doesn't yeah. want to buy the buy hoodie? Yeah, and yeah. if you want, Mrs. Adam will wear it around for a little while and get her little naked breasts on it. Big naked breasts on it. She has nice breasts. Anyway, so, I know, right? I'm rambling about your breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, so, email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. We recently changed our Twitter handle. We are now at by the by podcast. Mm -hmm. And you can find us on Facebook, um, By the Bob Podcast. Search that, all one word. Mm -hmm. Or you can find us on our website, www.bythebye.com.au. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all the places you can find us. Yeah, sounds so, good. So, yeah, there you go. Excellent. Uh, so, search for us. Yeah. Talk to us. Email us. And we always please, do appreciate it. Please comment. We, we try to reply to all of our emails within yeah. a very quick turnaround time so yeah we definitely appreciate y'all excellent thanks we'll for listening to, to us here on by the bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm -hmm.